This, 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 this is mythical. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, while you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Hey, Nicole, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. That's a crime, Nicole. You're going to jail. You're going to rot in a cell. This, this is a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Inaidi. And we're internet chefs over on the Good Mythical Morning Channel. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what one of them is called. Okay, and Mythical Kitchen. When we're not making fancy IKEA Swedish meatballs, you can find us here breaking down the world's biggest food debates. That's right, Josh. And guess what we're going to talk about today? Prison reform. Oh, oh. I'm an abolitionist. Ooh, what? Ish, I've read some theory about it, a little bit of praxis. Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about, Nicole? Uh, we're talking about nachos and what is the correct yes. way to make nachos. No, no, is there even a correct way to make nachos? I feel strongly that there, okay, if you imagine every single thing on earth, right? Got it. <laughs> and the processes to make those things. Yes. There is a most efficient process for everything insofar as you can control for things like labor efficiency and climate. Like making a car. Or like a brick. Oh. Like even something as simple as right, like uh, the pyramids. How were they built? Nobody knows. Aliens? <laughs> we know via Ben Carson, disgraced oh. presidential candidate. Wasn't it the Jews? That what? Didn't the Jews built the pyramids? They were alien Jews. They were extraterrestrial Jews. Well, I'm pretty out of this world. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I, I do think that there is a most efficient, best way to create damn near huh. everything. Okay. If you were to really, again, this is only in theory. This okay. cannot be done in practice because if you're making nachos in one humidity level, that's not going to be the same as another humidity Are level. Are you being for real right now? No, I'm, I think I was talking about bricks. Um, okay. But when it comes to nachos, there's a lot of different ways to make it, right? That's right. And you can't necessarily account for taste. Different people have different preferences. I but understand. I'm here to tease out our individual taste on nachos to try and figure out <laughs> if there is... This is this is the kibitz thing. This is the give and take, you know? Okay. I started talking with my hands more, and I think Good. I really like it. I, I'm gonna I lean think into it's it. important, yeah. I started doing weird things, though. I've noticed, especially on guests with Last Meals, one of the shows we produce on Mythical it's Kitchen. A good show. I do this one a lot. I'm like, in your memoir, you said that. Really? You do this? I, I don't know what it is. Huh. It's a way that, like, helps my mind think of things and access memory. Well, why don't you bring it down here and just do a <laughs> shake? You said. So you said in your last memoir something about your childhood? <laughs> this is, like, fun mom energy, like a mom who drank one too many Sandra Lee recipes, sangrias. Mm -hmm. And she's Those like, I'm good. a fun mom. I love a good Sandra Lee. Uh, when she sees a good, like, Target deal. She's like, oh, I love mm -hmm. Target deal. I'm trying to be one of those moms one day. I'm going to be a good mom. Um, you are a good mom. <laughs> okay, nachos? How do you make nachos? How do I? Okay, so. What, what are the variables that we have to consider? Uh, chip the chip choice. Chip choice chip is choice. very important. Chip choice. I think um, sheet 
versus pile is very important. Sheet versus pile is important. Or if you're if you're piling, how many layers go onto that that's, pile? That's, that's definitely important. involved. And then I think it's the type of cheese you use. If you're using queso, if you're using shredded cheese, bingo. And then the heating method I think is very important. Yes. And then accoutrements. Accoutrements. Accoutrement. Nachos are their accoutrement. Yes, I entirely. Agree. You know what I mean. Totally, they are a vessel. The nacho chip is a ve- the the tortilla chip is a vessel for which the nacho exists. There's one more. <laughs> there's one more variable, and okay, th- this comes it? straight out of Texas. So, uh, Nicole, do you want do you want a quick history lesson? I know how much you love. Do when I quick want one, lessons. or are you just gonna give me one? Well, I'd like. I want you to want me to give you a history lesson, and I need you to need me to give me, give me. One. I want <laughs> you to not sue me for using your song. It should be common usage by now. They're not a hundred years old. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that song? I think the rule is um one hundred years. I want you to want me. I want to say the knack. Wow, deep cut. That's why the happy birthday song is fair use, right? Because they're dead. <laughs> Good riddance to whoever wrote happy birthday. Wow. Oh, cheap Tour de trick. Force. I think the knack wrote trick. my Sharona. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, no, so, okay. Nachos were invented in Piedras Negras, Coahuila, Mexico. Piedras Negras. Piedras Negras. It is cool. like basically a border town. It's very, very close to the Texan border. Um, right. There were a lot of American GI stationed there, uh, especially during World War II. And... Nacho is literally the um, nickname for somebody named Ignacio. Yes, that's true. Right, which is really funny because I remember growing up, I heard somebody named Nacho. I was like, you're named after (laughs) the food. It's like, no, the food was named after after a homie named Nacho. (laughs) Um, So Ignacio Anaya, the chef at the Victory Club. So the legend goes, this probably never happened as we've talked about often on this show. Sure. Bunch of military wives come in and this guy's the mater d' at the Victory Club and they go, we're hungry, we want some food. And he inexplicably goes, the chef isn't here. I will make you food. Of course. I don't know in what context that would ever happen, but apparently it happened. And he goes and he takes uh, two tostadas. Okay. Which is like a chip, but a whole ass tortilla. A whole ass tortilla that is fried and dehydrated into a chip. Exactly. Uh, and he covers it in cheese and he puts it in the sally, the salamander, the broiler. Great. Uh, and that's and it was a grated yellow cheddar too. Cool. Uh, Wisconsin cheddar, in fact. And then puts pickled jalapenos on it. Yeah. And that was it. So the original nacho recipe is- A tostada. A full tostada. And if you go to Texas to these days, what people will call Texas-style nachos, I'm not saying every nacho plate in Texas does this, but I'm saying it is something that is known as Texas-style nachos. Big-ass chips, often two biters, and they are each individually designed. Oh, so that's each one so nice. has the perfect amount of toppings. So you're making it like a what are what are those canapes? It's like a canape. Wow. It's like a Tex Mex canape. Like how big you show me with your hand how big like it would be. Like each notch. I'm trying to make like a triangle, big. but it's like it'll be like that this big. Is like how you a, make a triangle. Like a, Look at how I'm doing. Oh, <laughs> I'm dumb. Okay, so I'd say it's like about the size of like the palm of my hand, which is quite yeah. small. Imagine like the biggest chip in any bag of chips, and this is they're all the, the biggest. All of chip. them are that big. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. And I find that to be a very compelling nacho experience. I agree. I've never had a nacho experience like that. Like each nacho is curated. Oh, yes. that sounds great. Because one of the fun parts of eating nachos is trying to construct the perfect bite. However, imagine if you had the perfect bite on every single nacho. I wouldn't want that, though. But You wouldn't. You want the variance. I I love the idea of finding the big kahuna, the perfect Mm -hmm. chip. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I never find it. And you know what? I'm still wholly satisfied with the nacho eating experience, even though I don't have the big kahuna chip. There's something satisfying about the imperfection of a plate of nachos. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things. So if you pile nachos too high Mm -hmm. and the toppings are all, there's like a solid... 
50 to 60% of chips that don't have any toppings on them. Yeah, it's underneath and the perimeter Mm. that always are lacking. But sometimes, I'm not going to lie, depending on how delicious and intense all the the things you put on top, that little side chip that's naked is actually really special. Palate cleanser chip. It's a palate palate cleanser chip. It's a palate cleanser chip. And it's really good for sharing because, you know, maybe there's, I don't know, spinach and artichoke dip on that side. And you want to, you know, dip it in there. I'm not lying. (laughs) I agree with you. But yeah, I think think having some naked and some fully formed chips are the beauty. It's the bitter and the sweet of nacho building. And I think it's important for those chips to exist. Wabi-sabi, dude. (laughs) Wabi-sabi, Beauty lies in imperfection. I love the sour cream only chip as a palate cleanser. Oh There's always God. one chip that only has sour cream on it. Oh and you're gosh. like, you're like, yo, I just burnt the crap out of my mouth with a bunch of habanero yeah. hot sauce. Maybe you had some El Yucateco. Maybe you had some Marie Sharps. Maybe you had some Mexico Lindo. Wow. Habanero. You love all these hot sauces. I love habanero hot all, sauces. All of them. I can see all of their uh, their packaging in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. Fiu, fiu, Mexico fiu. Lindo would be better if they didn't use as much food dye. It's just kind of cheap. Yeah, it cheapens it, it a little so, bit for me. It cheapens it a little bit. It's a very food dye. Very food dye. But yeah, anyways, yeah. it's very good. Um, but uh, what I like to do is I mm-hmm. take the unseasoned chips on the bottom. They're still crunchy. Okay. And I will find the Big Daddy chip that has the most toppings on it, too uh-huh. many toppings on it, bring an unseasoned chip, sandwich it on top, and I oh. take great pleasure in being able to try and game theory out every single nacho on that plate until they're gone. I see. So, I see. So, you, so you bring them together. You don't allow them to exist separately. Sometimes I do. But I, I agree with you that, you know, you have to do that. So the point is Texas-style nachos where each one is individually dressed, though that is a compelling experience occasionally. Sure. I get I don't it. think can be the, the perfect way to, to I agree. eat nachos. I agree. Okay. What now, kind of chip do you use? Let's start at the okay. base. Okay. It's normally tostitos. Use rest- Tostitos. Tostitos restaurant style. You don't think they're too thin? I kind of like how thin they are. Interesting. But that's just me. Um, I do. I try to do either salted or salted with a hint of lime, mm. if if the, if so permits. Yeah. I also like. What are the really yellow ones that are circular? The really. Are you talking yellow? about the Mission? Like the because co- I, I grew up eating the Mission. Um, one strips and they'll do white and yellow. No, I like the mission rounds sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Now it depends on what kind of cheese application I'm doing. Now I think it's very important to state that. Oh, you're like a nacho sommelier. Yeah, you didn't know this. About me. No, I didn't know you didn't put that on you your resume. About, yes, I did. You just don't read the fine print. <laughs> no. So, um, so I recently got into queso making. I used to never melt cheese in a pot. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like I used to just, I used to just be a bag cheese, put on the mm. chips, put it in the oven top. That was my my mo. Yeah. But now that I'm like, dude, I'm a chef. Like I know how to cook <laughs> things. I know how to cook things well. So the concept of queso has been introduced into my home. Mm. So and so I just take. I like make my own queso from scratch. I chop my own. I get like the canned chilies and stuff. I chop my tomatoes, whatever. I throw it in there. It's really beautiful. I make a really bomb queso. And then I put that on there. And then um, sometimes I broil it. Sometimes I don't broil it. If there's queso on there, you're still broiling it? Sometimes. Crazy. Yeah. Well, the thing about about my household is that we like really burn foods. Like we like (laughs) crusty, crunchy. Like the concept of crunch is very important in our house. Mm. So um, I you act like that's only a your house thing and that isn't like a <laughs> thing that many other people like. You're like, well, I'm really quirky. <laughs> it's not that I'm quirky. It's like it's like uh, the singe chip is really good. You know, that one little singe mm-hmm, on the chip. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Um, and then it's always got 
got to have guacamole. Doesn't always need sour cream. Um, lots of chopped veggies. I love putting like raw onion all over it and mm. raw jalapenos. And then sometimes I do, um, what are they, the little pickled jalapenos? Sometimes. But mostly it's all about raw and like sliced really thin on a mandolin. Mm. And then um, sometimes I put meat on it. Like I always have like a bag of like frozen brisket that I made from like three months ago. So yeah, I just yeah. like defrost it. Use and, like, the leftover meats? I use the leftover meats mm. always. Um, and that's all she wrote. And I do it always on a sheet pan. I never I never pile it on. Like I yeah. never do a pyramid of chips. Never. I'm all about the the straight sheet pan style. And it's really good. <laughs> I was more just asking you about the chip and wanted oh, to go layer by layer, but that's I'm fine. So sorry. No, we can, we can, I got okay. impassioned and I got a little bit flushed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I can't help myself. It is getting hot in her indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Tositos restaurant style chips to me. They're slightly too thin. I, I've been weirdly brand loyal. That. They're good, and they remind me of going to <laughs> going to the Chili's. Okay, the Chili's. What they, is Chili's? What do you mean? What is Chili's? Chili's is like the <laughs> I'm just biggest. Kidding. I know what Chili's is. Cheese and rice, Nicole. <laughs> Chili's I is uh, you, I? <laughs> Chili's is Bobby Flay themed Applebee's. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I, know? I know what Chili's is. I yeah, was yeah. just pulling your leg for like a second. Don't you ever scare me like that again? <laughs> I'm sorry. I promise um, I won't. I have drained so many free. <laughs> chips and salsas from a Chili's in my life. I do that everywhere I go. Oh my God. The hot chips, they're so thin. I think it it stretches the margins at Chili's. The salsa is so watery. You got to slurp up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, So uh, though I do love a Chili's experience, I don't think they're great for nachos because to me, Mm. it doesn't hold up enough, but you can also get chips that are too thick. To me, Mission corn chips, a bit too thick, a bit too corny. Mm Mm-hmm. In a way that I would normally like on its own, but they're also they're so corny. They're very corny, and I don't know. It's it's got a very pronounced toasted corn flavor. Very pronounced. It's the only thing you taste when you're yeah. making nachos, which is why I like the Tostitos, the thinner restaurant style ones. Yeah, because they are they they are a nice foundation to build your nacho. Upon. A blank canvas. Yes, and I like that about the Tostitos, like a chip. communion wafer. Yes. Oh, let's make communion wafer nachos. I think uh, Dennis Lee, aka Fart Sandwich, follow him on Twitter or I Vulgar he Chef, did that. either or, or. Vulgar Chef. or maybe both of them. It. Sounds like something they would both They're do. both great artists. Yeah, we love you guys. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I got a little bit sidetracked. Occasionally, I will use, if you go to like a Mexican grocery store or a lot of restaurants, will just sell this, like their homemade chips, which yeah, is how- Yeah, totopes. Chi- yeah, totopos, uh-huh, totopos. Which is how chips were invented. You take stale corn tortillas, you drop them in a fryer, mm-hmm. and those tend to have a much heftier, crunch. shattering crunch. And especially yep. when those get soaked in layers of liquidy cheese, of salsa, of meat juices, mm-hmm. they still hold up. Yeah. But those are sometimes too obstructive for me. Yeah. Santitas. Santitas white Santitas corn chips. Yeah. That is my ideal nacho chip. I've been using mm, it for years. Okay. Okay. See, I like those for dipping into salsa. I. Those are the perfect salsa chip for me. Listen, I, I like my nacho chips like I like my salsa chips. There's no punchline to that. It's just a thing it's I true. was saying. Um, <laughs> we are so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole, 
Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm Mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, But I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. And then the next thing that we got to decide on, melted cheese versus like queso liquido. Do you judge people that put like shredded cheese over it and then they broil it? Do you judge? Uh, Silently I do and I shouldn't. I shouldn't because it's still- Yeah. I used to be her. Especially if it's, pri- I just think it makes for a much worse nacho eating experience. Even though that was the original nacho recipe, yeah, right? Yeah, Um, But for me, when you do that, you're generally using pre-shredded bag cheese. Always. Always a three Mexican blend. And it never melts well. It Especially doesn't. if you're using the really finely shredded because it's, ca- it's caked in so much anti-caking yeah, agent. Yeah, it is. That it just like, it doesn't quite melt. You can still see the strands. It gets really tough after like three <laughs> minutes out. If you're putting cold ingredients on it, yeah. it just hardens into like a paste. Yeah, yeah. You're picking up six nachos at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know? But if you're using a quality cheese and you're melting it over the top. But no one's doing that. No one's, no one's doing that. And I think yeah. maybe they should. I think I think it's improper to use bag cheese, but it's just so nostalgic that sometimes yeah. you have to do it. I agree. Do you know what I mean? And you kind of, if it, if the cheese gets too hard, you kind of wet it with a jalapeno juice and that no, relivens it, it. it. No, it doesn't. It makes it weird and coagulating. No, no, no. It's <laughs> nice. You chew it. It's like a sponge for the jalapeno juice. You know what you need to do? Instead wow. of putting it in the broiler, you got to microwave it for like 18 seconds and then broil it. Oh, uh, micro- microwave you nachos? To you got to microwave it and then broil it. And then I mean, that, that was, can work. That was childhood. That, that was, was microwave childhood. nachos childhood. Yeah, yeah. That's good. See, that that's where shredded cheese makes sense. If you know how to like do the processy properly, then it can work. But if you're just like throwing it and then broiling, mm-hmm. it's not going to work out. But if you do the melting and then the broiling, there is promise in that nacho. I'm just a big fan of liquids. <laughs> I, You know how much I love wet foods. Yeah, but you don't drink water. I drink so much water. That's what are you talking water. about? Sparkling water is water. What do you think the main ingredient is? Nicole, if I were to drink, Sparkles. no, hold up. If Sparkles. I were to, hear me out. If I were My whole to life drink, is hearing you out. Every What's okay, up? every single thing in the world is just a composite of its parts, right? It's it's the gestalt. You know what I mean? Please so, don't Nicole, talk about gestalts with I'm me. I'm going to talk about gestaltianism. So if I were to drink a 12 ounce thing of plain water and then just huff a bunch of CO2, would you say that I don't drink water? No, I'd say you drink water. But those are the same ingredients that are in this. I'm doing this. This is the same thing as me huffing CO2 and drinking 12 ounces of flat water. If you were Why huffing is drinking CO2, spark- I would call some people. <laughs> I'd have to make some personal calls. You've never seen me just crouching behind the cars in the alley just huffing CO2? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, let's, let's, stay, the paintball on to- canisters. let's stay on the topic, young man. I was on topic. Sorry. I said I like wet foods. You, you said, but liquids. you never drink water. Sorry, it's my fault. You, you love attacked liquids. me. <laughs> I feel attacked. I feel like I'm on a Bravo. Is Andy Cohen sorry. here? I feel like I'm on a Bravo reunion Mickey's show. Andy Cohen. 
<laughs> Maggie, say something pithy. Nailed That's it. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so I love cheese sauce, but the only exception is, I think there's three main components to nachos that could be considered soupy. Okay. It, but you have a choice to make them soupy or not. Okay. Sour cream and salsas, those are by definition going to be soupy, right? Sour cream is not a soupy liquid. Mm, like a crema. Okay. You know fair. what I mean? Like like Mexican some sort crema, of, but it's yeah, still yeah. wet. It's still yeah. wet. We can yeah, agree. Okay. Okay. Oh, guacamole. Guacamole is wet. It's not soupy. It's not soupy, but it's wet. Let's say wet. Okay. Imagine I never said soupy. <laughs> okay. We said wet. Okay. Nicole, there are three <laughs> ingredients that could possibly go on nachos that you could either make wet or dry. Okay. Beans. You can either make a soupy liquidy bean or you can put whole beans on them. And I love beans. I like on nachos. I think that refried beans are better than black or pinto. I generally agree with that, but hear me out here. I don't want to. <laughs> Nicole, you're illegally contracted to hear me out. I know. It you sucks. signed the employee handbook. It sucks. I don't like it. You don't like it, but we're here. <laughs> I love meats. it. Meats. You can make wet meats or you can make dry meats. <gasps> I like wet meats. I tend to like wet meats too. I like a nice braised beef. I like a nice liquidy Taco Bell style ground beef. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Or you could have grilled steak or grilled chicken. Mm-mm. And then cheese. You can either have wet cheese or drier cheese. You can have a like melted broiled cheddar or a cheese sauce. So to me, you have to balance the three and you can, you can only have two be wet and one no. has to be dry. I love wet nachos. But but would you have, <gasps> hear me out, would you do, this is the way Taco Bell does it. Taco Bell's nachos are just seven different wets on top of Oh chips. my God, I just had a revelation. Huh. I love wet nachos. What Nicole. the? What is welcome. wrong with me? I don't like this. No, welcome. You They're gotta all let it. Wet. Uh-huh, and that's how it should be. Oh my god! And I hear the people, Nicole. I hear the people complaining. Oh, this they get thing. soggy after three minutes. It doesn't matter. I don't believe in this gendered phrase, but I'm gonna say it because I mean it. Man up. <laughs> Eat soggy nachos. I okay. Love- Oh my god, I love wet ass nachos. <laughs> wet ass nachos. Wet ass nachos are the Get best. Get a bucket and a mop for the, the wet, wet ass, ass nachos. nachos. Oh my god, I'm sorry, you were talking about Taco Bell, but this is the, the craziest no, thing No, Taco ever Bell has the wettest nachos in the game, yes, and that's they why they're do. so good. They do. It's because they put, you know what it is? They huh. throw all the liquids in the middle, and then yeah. they allow the edges to kind of like dance on the top like yeah. little flamingo wings. You get one little reprieve from the wet. Yeah. So you get a little bit of dry as a treat with Taco <laughs> Bell nachos because you get an edge chip that's not fully submerged, but then you get back to what you were there for. Oh, the wow. soupy volcano pool in the middle. Oh, Because wow. they'll put that red sauce that they maybe call enchilada sauce, I despite guess. not having a single a lot on the menu in about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Then you get the liquid nacho cheese. Then you get their beans, which is literally just 80% what? boiling water and bean powder. And then you get their beef, which we actually know is only 77% beef, and the rest of it is wet. That's crazy. And you get like a single piece of white tomato on top. It was like grown in a greenhouse in, in Iceland or something. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, so yes. you fully co-sign just a pure wet plate of nachos. I mean, this is this is news to me, but yes, I love wet. Everything you said yeah. about about what what makes a better experience is wet. But what uh, what else we have to talk about is the layers. How many layers make a good nacho dish? I am ethically opposed to double layering nachos. This ain't we're not making lasagna. We're not making lasagna. <gasps> we're not making lasagna. It's got to be a topping, what and a, that's it. But what about for a crowd? What what about for a crowd? You go wide. It's, this is the same thing with hamburgers. Big hamburgers should not be taller. They should, should be, be wider. wider. Okay. Big nachos 
more surface area, you'd put a tablecloth, uh, not a tablecloth, whatever Dexter uses when he murders somebody. Uh, polyurethane. Polyurethane, big old polyurethane tarp over your entire table, pour all the chips out and you wet them with all your nacho toppings. <gasps> People come in, they take a bite. They yeah. have a good time to say, wow, you're such a gracious host. Josh, most of the time I'm normally butting heads with you like a ram, mm-hmm. but I yeah. really, really respect you right now for opening my eyes and my ears to this whole discussion. It means a lot to me, Nicole, you're for you right. to be able to supplicate yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. Do Everything you're saying is making sense like a million times over. Do you feel good about that? <laughs> How do you feel? I don't know. Ah. I feel like a dog chasing a car where I've been waiting for this moment for so long. And now that it's here, I'm just like, well, it's just a it's just a car. I see cars all the time. It was driving, so I was chasing it. But now it's just it's parked. I'm like a dog chasing like a, a car. A dog chasing a car. My father was a drinker. Was a drinker. And a fiend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Heath Ledger. This is Devoted yeah, Can we get the you. in memoriam, Maggie, on the screen? Thank you so much. Thank I you. just learned about. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. What other variables are there in nachos that we have to go with? Because there's mm. there's other forms of nachos: movie theater nachos, ballpark nachos. Hate both of them. You do. You I don't hate get like them. the ultra processed. No, simple. I don't like. I like. I don't like it ultra processed. I liked. Uh, I like it a little bit amped up, just turned up a little bit. <laughs> you know, we've never done like a nacho battle. We do a thing on the Mythical Kitchen where we just pick a food and see who can make the better version of it. It's not the most creative thing, but it's the thing we have the most fun we doing. We have a lot of fun doing it. Because we just get to cook dank food. Yeah. Um, We've never done a nacho battle. Would you like to do one? Well, yeah. Let's let's figure it out right now. Like how – I don't want to give it away. make? We did a queso battle and we both we both made really awesome quesos. That yeah, I think yeah. we're all super think, proud of. You I sabotaged me, but that's fine. It was not a sabotage. It was an accidental – how can it be sabotage if it's an accident? Listen up, y'all. It's a sabotage. Well, you know that. You, the BC <laughs> boy said it. That song was about you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Or was I? I don't even know. Okay. So um, what nachos would I make? Hmm. Let me think. So I'm just trying to think about my absolute ideal platonic nacho. Would you make homemade nacho? chips nacho would oh, i keep calling them nacho chips would you make homemade tortilla chips i think i might I if wouldn't. i'm talking about trying to make the best plate of nachos mm-hmm. i think i would ditch santitas and i think i would use i, I don't know if i'd make them homemade but I'd, I'd at least get like the from like vallarta yeah, yeah, they yeah. sell like they'll sell like 10 pound bags of them They're i awesome. think i will make i think i'll do vallarta chips yeah i think i'll get vallarta chips I think what I would do is make a hop. Well, this is what I made last time I made nachos and they were killer. Mm. Um, I would do a habanero jack queso. Oh. It was really good. Yeah. And then um, I would make my own salsa. I would make a. I would make, make probably a red salsa and a fire mm. roasted green salsa. Yeah. And then I would, again, I love the brisket I use, but I think chicken, I like chicken nachos. Mm. I, not, not everybody likes chicken nachos. And then I would probably make like a creamy, sour, creamy, cilantro-y lime situation. And then just a big ass scoop of avocado. Huh? Not even guacamole, just like smashed avocado with like lime juice and stuff. Maybe some radishes, some serranos. It's funny the way that we talk about guacamole. I know we've, we've talked about this to death, but the way yeah. that we think, uh, you, like you just said, like not even guacamole, just smashed lime or yeah, smashed avocado, avocado with, with lime, lime. And, and salt. Yeah. That's like what a lot of people in certain parts of Mexico do consider yeah. a guacamole. I guess it's it's a simple guacamole. But if we went to like a restaurant and order that in America, you'd be like, people would be like, why isn't, where's the cilantro? Where's, where's the onion? Yeah, whatever. And I don't need that. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, I don't need that in like a good guacamole. If the avocado is good enough, it can stand on its own. If it needs a little bit of help, you can throw mm. in the other stuff, you know? And then, Hmm, I guess some pico and just call. I wouldn't put chicken. That's a lie. I wouldn't put chicken. I would do a pulled beef situation. Yeah, a braised, a, a wet meat. A if you braised will. A wet, wet meat. meat. I don't know if I would add beans to a nacho battle. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know if I would. Mm-mm-mm. But if I had to, I would do really, really wet 
really, really wet refried beans, like the wettest. The wettest. Like really wet. And then, yeah, that would be it. I do love I do love a pop of color and a pop of like freshness. So I think mm-hmm. that like radish and like red onion would really save the day. But that would be probably the nachos I would make. Wow. Yeah, sounds pretty good, right? I kind of had an epiphany in my mind that goes against a lot of the things that I say about wet food uh-huh. because I don't think I would make a nacho cheese sauce. I'm thinking about what like you make? what... I would ideally want right now the flavors I want in my mouth when I'm thinking about eating a corn chip. My single favorite corn chip that I've ever eaten in any context in the city is at Gelagetza, Oaxacan. They serve <gasps> you a plate of chips oh, it's so with good. all with three of their seven moles. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. right. They have all seven regional moles of oh, Oaxaca on so the menu. Good. And it's just chips and mole to me is the single like best thing. Oh, wow. But if you were to make a nacho platter... Out of a lot of these Oaxacan flavors, Oaxaca also has my favorite beans. They just call it like pasta de frijol negro. Uh, the recipe is in the Gelaguetza cookbook, which is a oh, fantastic Oh, you've made cookbook. it before. We've made it before. It's it's um, avocado leaves are what yes. give it its signature. And they're very, very soupy. Very, very good. Oh, very fragrant. so beautiful. Drizzle that on the chips. You oh, make yeah. like a mole coloradito. Uh-huh. Right? Which is Not, my favorite mole. Again, it's your, it's yeah. Like. It's mole negro. is like, you know, a little dark and chocolatey. Coloradito. You get a little bit of that yeah. spice, a little bit yeah. of that complexity, toasted chili flavor. Put mole coloradito on there with the black beans. You do quesillo. Not melted. The cheese gives you the chew. Oh, really? So tell people what quesillo is. So quesillo, uh, Oaxacan string cheese, people call it. If you imagine kind of American string cheese, but even more of that like kind of protein snap and even a little bit more salt. Is it braided sometimes? It's braided often. It'll shred finer too, but it it eats like a protein, like a a paneer almost. But it's a lot saltier than paneer and a lot chewier. And yeah, it's like not as curdy. Paneer has like curds. This is more of just like string cheese. And I don't know if I would put any meat on there. I wouldn't want to distract from the mole using like barbacoa or something like that. I didn't think adding grilled chicken to it would just be another layer of texture that I don't want. I think I go uh-huh. no meat. I do pickled uh-huh. onion. I do fresh chili. Ooh. I do cilantro. That sounds great. No crema. Boom. That is exactly what I want in a loaded that chip eating delicious. experience. Yeah, that sounds really good. Sesame seeds on top. Oh, because the mole. Does mole coloradito have a strong sesame flavor? I wouldn't consider. No, it, I, I do that on, a... on mole negro. Yeah, no sesame seeds. <laughs> It's all about editing, Josh. No sesame. A duca. I'd make a duca. duca. Oh, no. Please don't duca. do that. Duca. I'd do a Vietnamese bon mi nachos. Oh, no, no. It's okay. Bon mi it's nachos. Okay. Josh, 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 your first iteration was perfect. But I think what we learned today is that there is no correct way to make nachos unless they're wet. The wrong way to make nachos. I went to a restaurant that had bon mi nachos, and it was the worst way to make nachos. Yeah, I feel like it I would was, just what a be poor, very upset about it. You've made nachos significantly worse. You've made yeah. bun mi significantly worse. Exactly. The flavors never could going work. Back. The flavors could work. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Let me hear the music in it. Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Yeah. Okay, Christina Aguilera, that was good. I know. Let's get to our first voicemail. I know it was good. I know. Um, Calling from Louisiana, uh, you know how people like put cheddar on like apple pie yeah i was cooking uh apples for an apple pie cooking them down brown sugar butter whatnot yes sir and when i was done i still had all the residue left in the pan so i figured boom flip it apple grilled cheese instead of cheese on apple pie so i made yes a grilled cheese yes sir in the residue from the (laughs) apples i was cooking down and Probably the best grilled cheese I've ever had. Yeah. So yeah, love the podcast. Uh, yeah, you two are great. Bye. Thank you. That was delicious. I could taste that right now, and I'm so happy. The man's got ideas. Yeah, the man's good ideas. got bars. Good ideas. I don't love cheddar cheese and apple pie. I think precisely for the reason that he's talking about. Do some people put American cheese on it, or is it a slice of cheddar? I think slice of cheddar is like okay. typical. Got it. Um, I, I understand the idea of it, but like I'd yeah. rather if you bake cheddar into the crust, I think it's pretty solid. We made a Cheetos apple pie. It's really I good. love. I love the cheddar cheese in the crust. Same. Yeah. But to me, like the ratios are kind of off when it's just like a sure. slice of sweaty cheddar. But the ratio is right on track. If I don't know about frying it in the residue, is that what he said, or does or yeah. do you like smear it in on the bread? I I would have smeared it on the bread, but frying it on the outside is a really unique like way of doing caramelize it. Caramelize it—that's yeah, a trip. It sounds good. But a little bit of yeah, just cooked down sugary apples. Like you get that tartness too, a little bit of freshness with yeah. the cheese in the bread. But then the bread still like the star and the apples and cheese are accenting it. That is bangeranging right yeah, there. Yeah, sounds really good. Damn. And there's a, a common uh, what do they call it? It's like cheese it's like a cheese toasty with chutney it's like a very common kind of like indian i've never heard little of little snacky okay uh yeah let's put like a sweet fruit chutney in a grilled cheese type of thing it's a very british colonial you know kind of mm-hmm. thing um there's one brand of cheese that was very processed that was popular in india for a long Baga? time I, I no i don't think it was that mm, i don't know uh, anyways um but yeah that's like a very common thing and absolute delight you know what i love to do Ma. brie cheese Ugh, girl raspberry preserves <laughs> more like brie larson uh-huh. <laughs> Just killed it. Just next what? opinion, no, please. Wait, it's but, fine. And it closes no, brie cheese, chill. raspberry preserves. Yeah, and I just put in between sourdough and I fry it with butter. It's really good. It's not about Brie Larson at all. Josh, obviously not. 
You promised some green lights. So can't do that. <laughs> yeah, next thing. <laughs> hey, Josh and Nicole. My name is Abby from Central Valley, California. Central hey! Valley! I thought of you guys because not only was I listening to your podcast, but my Filipino aunt made me one of my favorite Filipino snacks, mm. which is getting a pandisal, which yes. is essentially a homemade Filipino dinner <laughs> roll, a slicing up a hot dog diagonally. Yes. So, you know, it's almost butterflied and then spreading some mayo on the pandisal and making a little sandwich and it made me yeah. think, huh, a hot dog is a sandwich. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Wow, that was really nerve-wracking. Oh, how sweet. We did a podcast called What's the Most American Food? And yeah. we said hot dog. It also might be the most Filipino food. There yeah, was a ba- there's a basketball true. team called Pure Foods, the brand of the Philippines. They were called Pure Foods Hot Dogs. <laughs> that's awesome. uh, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Pondasol mayonnaise and processed meat is sounds like heaven. A great sandwich. If you Jollibee, they got rid of their dollar started. sliders. <gasps> their dollar sliders are my favorite thing in the whole Same. world. Same. Do you, did you go corned beef or spam? I would do all of them. Same. Same. Yeah, one of each. There was three, right? Uh, I only had corned beef and spam. What was the other corned one? Beef, and there was one other one. I can almost like guarantee it. But I, I think I would just get all of them and just like dole it out throughout the day. Oh god, it's so good. So good. Was it with pandasol? Yeah, it was, it was a little pandasol like rolls. It was. Oh, please, Jollibee, bring it back. It was one of the best things about living in LA. Like mm-hmm. you would like make a wrong turn, like hey, it's freaking Jollibee, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Time yeah. to turn into the drive-through. I don't care for their chicken joint, but the pandasol one dollar Sammies were one of the best things I've ever had from a fast food joint. Could not pass Jollibee without just turning in and then seeing what like seasonal pie flavor they had. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, also, Central Valley, where are you from? Like Visalia? <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out Visalia. Have you ever had um, the Jollibee chick- spicy chicken sandwich? Yes. One of With the, best. the fresh jalapenos on it? One of the best in the game. It is so underrated. People don't talk about it enough. The Jollibee spicy chicken sandwich. They came in late. Sandwich. They came in pretty late to the chicken sandwich wars, but Never Unbelievably delicious with Very a side good. of honey mustard. Highly recommended. Please, if you're listening to this podcast, please try it if you have a local Jollibee. And then message me, not Josh me. I Sorry. Like spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, um, my name is Garrett. I'm from Spokane, Washington. Spokane oh, yeah. pizza is not a thing. No, um, that's not true. But, uh, I'm curious what you think the next burger fat is going to be. Oh. Uh, you have those thick burgers like oh, Gordon Ramsay burgers, and you got, question, and now you have dude. these smash burgers. What do you think the next burger fat is going to be? Let I me got know. It. Bye, guys. And I got it. It's all over my feed right now. Hmm. You ready for it? Yeah. Big Mac tacos. You ever seen those? Yes, you're talking about the the smash taco. The smash taco is the next burger revolution, and people will be doing it everywhere i think it's a fad i think it's a fad mm-hmm. that is yeah you just what's the next fad isn't that what they well, ask? but i think it's like a fad that's never actually going to go mainstream like i think you think so i think when we're talking about because like smash burgers right we can call it a fad but everything's cyclical yes um, that's true. most popular burger spot that really blew up in la was burgers never say die you have still never been it's 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 good i mean they're all good that's the thing is they're like good but to me there's like yeah. a ceiling of how good they can be yeah I find myself having a fair amount of nostalgia for the thick, fancy burger days. Not necessarily going to a restaurant and paying like $26 for a sit-down yeah. burger with raclette and comte or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean like Umami Burger to me, yeah. they did a great job at making a very sure. good like $12, $13. I'm sure inflation now it's more. I haven't been there in a long time. It's been a long time, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
I'm hoping that we get some sort of return to that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what what other options are there. Patty melts, you know, fancy patty melts. That we kind of even had that moment in LA a little bit. Yeah. There's a place called Cassell's Hamburgers, which is um, phenomenal. Shout out to Top Chef alum Elia Abumrad. Oh. Used to work there. Oh, cool. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, and Patrick Q is or was the man, the general manager no at way. Cassell's. But anyways, uh, I, I would love for patty melts to really be a thing. A thing that I think has been neglected in the burger discourse is buns. The what ramen you- burger had its fad, all that. But I think like people making more conscious decisions about the type of bun because the artisan bread movement is so big, right? Yeah, bakeries like. We went from the La Brea Bakery era started by Nancy Silverton um, to, you know, like the Tartine era where they're making these crazy, wet, hyper high hydration breads. Mm -hmm. I would love to see somebody really perfect the burger bun in a great way. Okay. And then that be used as the vessel, like market produce driven burgers on artisan buns. That's what I want. I want to see the burger taco happen in real time. (laughs) But instead of the taco, it's just a flattened out bun. Oh, I want to see. I want to see it happen. I want to see people take the buns. You have it's it's one order. It's the top Mm. bun and the bottom bun. They flatten it out. They put the meat on. They flatten that out. They cook it on the top, similar to smash burgers. They put the cheese on. They put the toppings on. You eat it like a taco. I think that would be so fun to see throughout America. That's just lechmajun. I know. I get it. Lechmajun, but not really because it's smaller. It's more compact. You fold it up. Lama Jun, you don't always fold up. Sometimes you tear it. Sometimes you roll it, depending mm. on what country you're in. I love that idea, and I want to see it happen. Arias. Oh, I love, oh, my God. Arias are great. I love Arias. So Arias, you make like a very spiced ground meat mixture, and then you oh. stuff that into a pita while the mixture is still raw. You grill it off on both ends, and then you bake it. Love Arias. Um, it's almost like a bit of like a Wauxi kind of, I believe it's an it's Egyptian. A, I'll call it a Wauxi. Yeah, yeah. Term. Um, that would be a fun one. But again, as far as like taking over, you know, mainstream American taste. I don't taste, think it's going to happen. I think no. it's between Thick Burger and Smash Burger. It's gonna, know, like, we're just going to fluctuate between those sizes. Patty melts on hyper high hydration Kamet wheat emery <laughs> bread. Ha- That's the next fad. Hey, did you ever have the Wauxi place on Westwood? Juicy Lucy's. The cheese is inside Wait, the burger. Wait, <laughs> listen to me. Did you ever have it? The wow cheese in Westwood? Do you know you what talk- I'm talking oh, about? Oh, at Bella Pita? <laughs> Did we talk about this I already? have had so many. <laughs> I They got me to crave fried cauliflower when I was drunk because they were open until 2 in the morning. My, you and I could have crossed paths. I've been going there since, I've been well, going there since really I was different. like 15. Well, you look really different. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect you to be like, hey, I'm going to work with you in nine years. I also was very different, but I really wonder if I ever saw you there. They had $5 wow she's, and mm-hmm. honey, when you are inebriated and over the age of 21, <laughs> they are so good. Oh, I love that place. Oh, dude, their condiment bar with the, the hummus, oh, the trina. By the time I was there, it was all strewn about. It was yeah. all yeah, same, mess. same. Though the the spicy sauce is in the the yogurt. Nobody is, cared. Oh my god! But you know what? It was so good, and I hope Incredible. I hope everyone can try this too. I love Bella Pita. Best restaurant in all of Los Angeles. I know I've Ugh. said certain things. It is Bella Pita. <laughs> it's it is nine feet by nine feet. It's so tiny. One dude working there, and it is the greatest. And they all remember you. And they all remember they'll you. They'll remember you. Like, I'd walk in, the guy would just go, "Hey, falafel guy," and I'd be like, "What's up, dude?" Five dollar bean wow she. 
You got the bl- you got the black bean wow shake. I've the never black- had it, and I always wondered <gasps> who got the black bean wow shake. I I, always that was got, me, Josh. Almost always got me. falafel there. No, I always got the black bean. If wow you wanted shake. lamb, you went to Shawarma King. Yeah, across the which, street, is closed, which is closed now, now, by the way. So sad. Ugh. Okay, next one. I'm sorry, we're getting really <laughs> insular right now. I just really had to bring it up. But Shawarma King, they would do the ba- uh, the batata on top. They the had fried the ba- potatoes. I love Shawarma King. I love Shawarma King. R.I.P. Shawarma King. You were the king. I would have disagreed maybe a year ago, but I think that. Kimchi goes along with 90% of food. Oh. Thank you. I love your podcast. Thank you. I love you. I love kimchi. I had a side of kimchi today with my noodles. I they go together, whatever. I love kimchi. Is that kimchi in the fridge up for up for grabs though? I'm taking it home because it's it doesn't have shrimp in it. Dang and it's kosher. It. I really well, not the kosher shrimp. style. Um, I fully agree. <laughs> I Ha- going to Korean barbecue so much and having all the banchan, all the different styles of yeah, kimchi, yeah, yeah. white kimchi, uh, radish kimchi, so you know, uh, normal like red Napa cabbage kimchi. Yeah. It's ruined other food experiences for me because I'm like, why don't I have a um, delicious pickled, yeah. refreshing vegetable Spicy. bursting with flavor yeah. next to me? It's true. It, like it's legit, true. I, I love Chinese hot pot because I love wet foods sure. and I love soup. But I, there's no punch on to go with it, and I'm like mad. And I know I'm, I'm not expecting them to have it, sure. but um, yeah, I agree with that. I will at home often just have a side of it. I'll be eating a burrito, a bean burrito or something. It's so good. And I'll just have a little side of kimchi because it's yeah. a nice little cleanse. I always have bites. like a side of like something, like vinegary on the side. Yeah. If it's torchy, if it's kimchi, mm-hmm. if it's escabeche. It doesn't matter. There's always, uh, for some reason recently, I always have like a side of something pickled or vinegary to cut through my food. How recent? I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> Are you asking? Next one. <laughs> it's a thing. No. Legally, I'm not asking. No. <laughs> but you said that. Okay, it's like, it's like, never mind. It's like watching a movie and like a female character just gets up to throw up randomly and you're like, okay, what's what bad storytelling? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not what you no, think you I am. No, you are. I'm great. not what you think I if am. I will love the baby. I'm not what you think I am. I am not. Of course, you're gonna love it. You're gonna be his or her uncle. What? Yeah. Like biologically? <laughs> oh Is it John's? Is it my brother's? No. Oh my god. We don't. No! We don't use the term uncle. Uncle I mean, like, like that. Uncle. Like my. You never call like your your like dad's friend. He uncle didn't have Blake. friends. <laughs> he borrowed money from all of them, and then they stopped talking. You to never him. like okay, so you never like calls him like Uncle John or like no. Oh, see, like every like I have like all of my dad's friends are like. My oh, uncles. okay. Oh, that that's context. They're clarity. like my they're like my uncles. They're not I'll my be dad's your baby's friend. uncle. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. I know. When the time, if you do have kids eventually, I will be your baby's uncle. <laughs> okay. Cheese and rice. Deal. Golly. Thanks. Oh, we have very have someone from- <laughs> good paternity leave policies at Mythical. Shut up. Oh man. As someone from Philly, Go I birds. just have some thoughts and feelings that I need to get out about a cheesesteak. Number one, it's a cheesesteak. If anywhere is calling it a Philly cheesesteak, uh, run. Yeah. Do not order it. It is not a Philly cheesesteak. It is a cheesesteak. If okay. you're ordering something called Philly cheesesteak, it's not going to be right. It's a very Don't Philly opinion, it. yeah. Number two, peppers and mushrooms. What the heck is with that? They do not belong what on a cheesesteak. You get onions. And you get cheese. Long hots are acceptable, however. What's acceptable? Doing peppers and mushrooms on there. No, no, no. That is not Mm -hmm. a Philly cheesesteak. And a little shout out, Josh. I do appreciate your your Philly cheesesteak hoagie. Hoagie. I did say Philly cheesesteak, but your cheesesteak hoagie comment. (laughs) um, Correct. Cheesesteak hoagies. I understand why you'd be scared to order them. There's a time and a place. Um, 
for that, but shout out to you for using hoagie. Um, basically, end of the day, a cheesesteak is cheese, sometimes onions, sometimes long hots, depending on the preference. Nothing else. Go birds! Go birds! Um, there were so many words in there that I didn't understand. Like what? Long pepper, a hoagie. Long hot? Go down to Constitution yeah. Hall, get yourself a hoagie. Okay, wh- wh- what is a cheese? She said cheesesteak hoagie? Uh, oh, so a cheesesteak hoagie is where y- you get a cheesesteak that also has like lettuce, tomato, and all the toppings oh, of a hoagie on it. Oh, it is a very controversial order. I don't like that. I do order it occasionally. It is fun. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> You need the vegetables. <laughs> you need the vegetables. And sometimes I like that interplay of hot sure, and cold. It's like I get getting it. a big old like taco salad, you yeah, know what I, I mean? Like but the cheesesteak version. Um, yeah, long hots are just like, it's an Italian long hot pepper uh, that's been grilled. Bitter? Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're super bitter and they're great. Okay, you like, I don't love, I had a lot of those in uh, in Turkey and yeah. they're, v- I'm sorry, Turkey and they're very bitter. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, you like it. Yeah, okay. or they'll be called like Hungarian long hot sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they're yeah. like squiggly a little on Thick the side. skin on them, not a ton of flesh. Yeah. Yeah, I really love it when it gets blistered, especially you marinate it in olive oil, stuff like that. I'll and a give lot it of the places you're doing that. Yeah. Um, but the, you need the bitterness to counter all the cheese. Hilarious that you said not to call it a Philly cheesesteak, which I've heard that opinion a lot. And like, I'll only do it for clarity's sake. Yeah. But then she herself called it a Philly cheesesteak, which is a very Philly thing to do. Listen, you know, uh, we're from Philly, in Philly. No one likes us. We don't care. Sorry, Maggie. Did you say the F word right now? I said now? the F word. Okay, we'll, we'll go back. You're going to disintegrate into we'll a puddle back. of sand. Oh, no, we're allowed to curse, but we decided in, that we're not. Josh, doing. did you forget that it's a new contract? That is a did direct, you say the F word? That is a direct quote from Jason Kelsey, American hero. Go birds. Go birds. Agreed. Uh, the mushrooms and peppers are there to weed out the out-of-towners. Oh, okay. You don't order them. I get. Okay. I'm, I've never been to Philly. Also, Jason Kelsey put mayonnaise on his cheesesteak. Do which... you think you should go to Philly? Philly's a great, a really great place. A absolutely lovely city. Tons and tons of history. Philly's in, I always ask this because I forget. Philly's what are you about in to Pennsylvania. say? What are you about to say is Philly in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sometimes I feel oh my like God. I forget. <laughs> hey. But it's I only like a three hour drive from New York. Philly was the original oh. capital of the United States of America. I know so that. Have, I know that. Yeah, the Liberty, Liberty Bell, Bell. Benjamin I've Franklin, watched every season of It's Always Sunny. Hall. Yeah, I watched so you've every single basically been to Philly. Season. Yeah, right? Go to the Reading Terminal Wrigley, Market. Wrig- Wrigley Field? I no, no, God, that's Chicago. The <laughs> link, you go to the link. The link, the link. I'm sorry, I'm um, sorry. Um, we called veterans. Uh, veterans. Um, you can you can um drink a lot. In you can drink. <laughs> I did drink a lot. I went to some great is dive it cold bars. There? Does it ever Very snow? Cold. Does it oh snow? my God, yes, and it oh. is cold as all hell. Mm. Um, but I went. To, I had like the best Lebanese brunch I've ever had at a place called Soraya. Oh nice. Um, I went to the Reading Terminal Market and I got a Tommy the Nick's roast pork sandwich mm. and then had a half a Peking duck for dessert at 9 a.m. It was a fantastic time. Ate some fantastic food. Middle Child Clubhouse. Oh, okay. so good. Be- one of the best cocktails I've ever had. They had something Philly at this. Good. And this is a very fi- Philly attitude for a fancy restaurant. They had something called a trash can Amaro, Ooh. where they took, if there was less than one shot in any bottle of Amaro, they poured it into a trash can and then they mix it up and they sell each shot of it for half price. That sounds so good. It was great. Sounds like my kind of town. Go birds. Go birds. And on that note, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast. Got new audio-only episodes every Wednesday. New videos out on Friday. That's right. If you and if you, you listener, if you want to be featured on opinions or like casseroles, you can hit us up at eight three three dog pod one. The number again is eight three three dog pod one. Bye now. For more mythical kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week. We'll see you next time. Mwah.